Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. By learning to say no with confidence and clarity, what you are doing is you are giving yourself and your team the time and the space to say yes. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and this week we are going to be talking about the art of saying no. So schools are incredibly busy places to work. People are full of really good ideas of all the amazing things that we could be doing. But the trouble is we can't do everything either as an individual or as a team or a school. If you try to do everything the best outcome you can hope for is that you'll do everything just about okay. You're not going to be able to do anything to the best of your ability, either as a school or as an individual, unless you can cut down on the things that you're trying to do. So if you can't do everything, mastering the art of saying no is critically important as you're leading your school. Really quickly, before we dive into the detail, I want to make sure that you make the most of the time you invest listening to this podcast. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of my free ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. It outlines how to answer the six essential questions that will clarify your school strategy and secure its future. In the world of business, strategy can be full of jargon, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a jargon-free tool tailor-made to help private school leaders think and act more strategically. Download your free copy today at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash ebook. 
So what is the art of saying no? Well, it all traces its roots back to having a clear strategic direction. Yes, we're talking about strategy again. You know, I love it. Strategy, as you've probably heard me say before, is all about being focused. So it's working out, obviously it's working out what you're going to do going forwards. That is about having a strategy, having a plan in place for what you're going to be doing going forwards. But it is just as important that you know what you are not going to do. If you're trying to focus your scarce resources on the activities that are actually going to make a difference in driving you forwards towards achieving that vision that you have for your school or for your team, you need to be really clear on what you are not going to be doing, what you're going to be saying no to. So when you have a clear strategic direction, that gives you the criteria for making those decisions about what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. Now, many of the episodes of this podcast talk about how to get that clear strategy. I'll link to a couple of those in the episode notes, but there's a really useful foundational episode about the four building blocks of strategy. If you're new to strategy, that's a really good go-to one to understand what is strategy and how to create one. And there's also my more recent series of episodes, six questions that you need to be asking yourself, reflecting on as a team in order to be more strategic about your leadership and the things that you're prioritising. So you jump back to those episodes if you need a bit of a primer at this point. But assuming that you have some idea of what your strategy is, at least a, a, at least a vague idea, even if it's not crystal clear with immense clarity, you have some sense of the prioritisation that you're giving things because you know what your strategy is. If you take that as a starting point, that gives you the criteria for deciding what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. And it also gives you the narrative that you can use. And this is the foundation of the art of saying no. So let's think, for example, of someone in your team. So in in a, a team meeting, someone comes up with a really good idea and you can see that it's a genuinely innovative idea that's new to your school and you could see that it might work. It's a good idea. But the big but, the warning bell that sounds in your mind is this doesn't fit our strategy. This isn't a top priority right now. It might be that, for example, someone comes up with the most amazing concept for how to revolutionise the way you do your prep in your boarding houses. And it might be a genuinely good idea, but actually you've identified in your strategy that actually what you do now it's good. It's fine as it is. And what you need people to be focusing on is perhaps the relationships between the teaching staff and the parents in the boarding houses. So maybe your strategy is telling you that's where you should be focusing your efforts, not on revolutionising the way that prep is undertaken within your boarding house. So even when you get presented with a good idea, the criteria you have to use to make that decision, is it a yes or is it a no? is does it fit our strategy? Will it take us further towards that vision? Does it help us to overcome some of those sticking points that we're trying to address at the moment? So if you've decided in your mind, the answer is no, it does not fit the strategy. And you're then trying to communicate to people why you're going to turn down or kind of reject this really solid, good idea. There are a couple of different steps that you can take. And I almost think of this as as a three-step process. So Step number one is to re-communicate to people what the strategy is. What is it that you are focusing on? This shouldn't be the first time they've heard it. If you've communicated your strategy well, this is a reminder. 
but try to make it exciting. Try to remind people why it matters, for example, that the teaching staff forge better and closer relationships with those parents. Link it to the key outcomes that those staff care about. So the people around the room, especially the person whose idea it was, think about what they care about and remind them that by focusing on whatever it is that you've decided you need to focus on within your strategy, they are going to have some key outcomes that they genuinely care about. So that's step number one, re-communicate what strategy is. Step number two, praise the idea, but then immediately communicate how that idea doesn't fit the strategy. So be really kind. So this is a really good idea. I can see that this would work, but it doesn't move us closer to delivering that vision or overcoming that sticking point that we've identified. Step number three, continue to praise the idea, especially if you're saying no to someone who might take this personally or might have a bit of a sensitivity or this is their real pet project that they really want to take forwards. So praise the idea, but then say no. We can't go forward with this because it doesn't fit with our strategy. We need to be focusing on innovating and coming up with ideas in that area that we are going to be focusing on. And this is kind of a little bit like that that feedback sandwich that I've always been trained to use where you praise someone, you give them the tough feedback and then you praise them again. So thank you very much for coming up with our innovative ideas. It's a no this time, but we need to focus on these strategic priorities and let's redouble our efforts to come up with new ideas in that particular area. The more that you do this with your team as a leader, you are giving them an insight into the way that you're thinking. You're helping your team see that you're helping to keep them on track. And the more that you're doing this and reminding them what that strategic priority is, and what is the area you're looking for innovative new ideas in, people will become trained over time to have ideas that do fit your strategy. So this isn't just the art of saying no in the moment. It's also the art of training people over time to have ideas which actually fit and deliver your strategic direction. Of course, the opposite is also true. You do need to identify the times you're going to say yes. So the art of saying yes is also based on strategic focus and understanding where you're going to be focusing your energy. So when someone comes up with an idea that you're going to be saying yes to, don't just say yes. Again, remind people what that strategy is explain how this idea does fit with that strategy and is an area that we're focusing our efforts on at the moment. And then say, because of this, it's a yes, we are going ahead with this particular idea or project. So you still need to get that innovation. You don't want the art of saying no to become so practised that people think, oh, I may as well never suggest an idea because it's always a no. You need to Keep reminding people that you need them to innovate. You need them to be doing that strategic trial and error, just trying things out, seeing what works, slowly improving things over time. And you need to be ready to say yes to novel, innovative, creative ideas that do fit your strategy, regardless of where they come from. And these ideas can come from the most unexpected places, most unexpected conversations and the most unexpected staff. So have your ears constantly open to looking for those ideas that you're going to be saying yes to. And one final thought as we wrap up this episode, by learning to say no with confidence and clarity, so explaining why you're saying no, but confidently saying no, what you are doing is you are giving yourself and your team 
the time and the space to say yes when you come across the good ideas that really do fit your strategy. So that's it for me today. I love hearing your feedback. Do let me know if this resonates with you. If this is something that you've tried, let me know how it goes. Have a fantastic week. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast, the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash podcast.